Hello and welcome to a Black Talk Radio News Commentary. My name is Scotty Reed, broadcasting from behind the enemy lines of USA Inc. You know, this is for our longtime listeners. For a long time, I've been lying to people. I've been lying to people on the network. I've been lying to my guests. I've been lying to some of the friends I've made over the past 13 minutes. 13 years, I'm sorry, of Black Talk Radio Network as a platform being in existence. And you're saying, well, what you've been lying about? You might be asking. Well, I lied about, I wouldn't say I lied about the inspiration for Black Talk Radio Network, and which is now has been ranked three years in a row, beginning in 2019, 2020, and now 2021, dominating two different categories in the top spot for black radio and podcasting, as well as the category of the African diaspora. So that covers, you know, all the black people outside of Africa that maintain a cultural connection or identification with Africa. And I have cited Malcolm X as one of my past inspirations and him making me see the power of media. And that's still true. I've also talked about Marcus Garvey's uh, The Negro World, his paper that he had that was the number one uh, distributed black paper newspaper worldwide. And just him also recognizing the power of media. And it's not it's it's not a lie for me to say that I drew inspiration from those individuals, but racism is what really motivated me to get into digital radio and now podcasting and also video. But Rush Limbaugh, who died today, I believe at the age of 70 years old, and, and that was too long, but Rush Limbaugh died today. And when I joined the military in 1987, that's when I became aware of talk radio. That's when I became, you might, I don't even think we could call it anything. Talk radio, since I've been aware of it, has always been right-wing talk radio. And I, that's when I became aware of one Rush Limbaugh being uh, syndicated over hundreds and hundreds of stations across the United States. And you know, most to that point in my life when I was, what, 20 years old? Yeah, 20, 20 years old, about to turn 21. And me listening to the radio consisted of R&B stations. Um, hip hop was still relatively new, but we was getting some great, some great hip hop coming over the radio, not the garbage that we got coming over the radio today. Uh, being pushed by the very stations that also syndicated people like Rush Limbaugh. Um, when we're talking like Crawford Broadcasting and, you know, we had these white uh, corporations who who maintain these stations with right wing programming and also they own stations that's pushing some of the most horrific and toxic hip hop music, if we want to call it that, to ever been recorded and broadcast over the radio but you know back then we we that was a, the beginning of the golden age of what i that's a subjective term but golden age of hip-hop back in the 80s uh the late 80s entering into 
the 90s, you know, Public Enemy, uh, X-Clan, groups like that, KRS-One, where we were getting knowledge and uh, more importantly, cultural knowledge of historical figures and through that medium, which is pretty much absent today, especially if it's going out over terrestrial radio. So when I got into the military, I'm around other people who listen to talk radio. And so that's how I got exposed to talk radio. So I just start playing around with the dial instead of listening to music. I'm in the military. Politics is is the people, uh, politicians are the people who decide whether um, I get sent off to war, to war anywhere in the world. So I better start paying attention to politics and learning about politics. So I started listening to talk radio. And as I stated, it was basically 100%, I say 98% right wing, what I would categorize as white nationalist radio. So I would call into these shows, um, like for example, the Charlotte station, um, they had a guy named Alan Lewis. He was from Minnesota, but he's a Republican, uh, Jason Lewis. Did I say Alan Lewis, Jason Lewis. And he said some, he said something to the effect that Dr. King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. couldn't carry his jock strap. You know, he was pushing back against uh, Dr. King be, um, having a national holiday in, in the United States government, the federal government recognizing Dr. King in that way. And it wasn't too long. It wasn't immediately, but it wasn't too long that um, he was back in Minnesota. And I don't know what Jason Lewis is doing today, but I used to call in into his show. And then there was a guy named John Hancock, um, who I would listen to on the job at night. Now, he wasn't like really political. He would, he would be more like current events. Um, he would be considered a moderate. And so, you know, and they discuss many different topics, but news is one of them. And so that was my introduction as a caller calling into these localized talk, talk radio shows. And, um, you know, and they would let, allow me to talk. Jason Lewis would allow me to talk until I start, I guess, really driving my points home and they would cut you off short. I mean, you might get 30 seconds, 45 seconds. It's hard to respond to something that's been said in such a short amount of time. And so that got me to hone my skills. And when you call into talk ready, you got to have your talking points down. You got to spit them out because they may not give you any time. And the questions they used to ask me when they screened, that's why I don't screen calls today. It's straight up. You can call in and make a fool of yourself if you want to, but I don't have the patience, nor do I have the staff really is, is how I started to screen calls. So it's always been, you could just call straight into Black Talk Radio News and, and most of the digital radio programs that um, are working off of Black Talk Radio Network or Lisa Stream through the nonprofit Black Talk Media Project that uh, I'm the president and founder of. And so then here we come to 2007 and I get into an accident on the job, a construction injury that put me on my back for a year. I couldn't even walk. So that gave me plenty of time to be on the laptop and be on the internet. And though I, I, I had a background from the military in communications, which would have served me well in the terrestrial radio uh, uh, industry on 
the technical side um, and and then hopefully get an opportunity to, you know, but I wasn't even thinking about talk, talk radio, um, being a talk radio host when I was in the military, I was still learning politics and in that whole game. But, you know, 2007, I discovered this platform called blog talk radio. And so I create um, my very first digital radio uh, program, which was a podcast, a live broadcast, which was saved as an archive recording, which is a podcast. It's called One Black Man's View, and you probably can still find it. I'm sure you can still find it on Blog Talk Radio. And if you listen to One Black Man's View and you listen to me, let's say over the past year, you would know that I have changed my views on many issues and that I, I have grown as many people as humans should grow over the years as they gather more knowledge, more information and talk to different people. But One Black Man's View was the very first program um, that I launched. Um, I was one of the first black radio programs, period, to broadcast um, the Gen 6 story out of Louisiana. I had on the Louisiana State NAACP president on to talk about uh, the Gen 6. So that from that, I started noticing um, that more and more black people, and I was involved in recruiting, in recruiting people from the social media platform Black Planet and recruiting them to Blog Talk Radio because I knew the power of media and the importance of being able to have your unfiltered voice heard. And of course, obviously now we do have censorship and, and censorship makes sense to an extent. Um, but, you know, um, I then recruited other hosts to be on one channel called Black Talk Radio Network and thus Black Talk Radio Network was born. Um, white listeners and other white talk radio hosts on Blog Talk Radio uh, uh, accused us of practicing racism for coming up with the name Black Talk Radio, even though I found this is an industry term. Black radio, I didn't invent it. White people invented it. White people always control that industry in this country. So so they came up with the name. I did not come up with the name. But then in the age of technology and the Internet, when people are doing keyword searches for certain terms, it made sense to me. Black, not black radio, but black talk radio. Black people looking for other black people talking about um, news, talking about politics, talking about current events. And so I actually was suspended. Um, that channel was suspended for about three days. We were given a seven day suspension. And then it was three days uh, after our, our many listeners of the popular channel complained and they restored the account. And then I felt like I was gut punch. Like, you know, you had that feeling like you're on the roller coaster and the bottom dropout when you're going down that hill real fast and how queasy your stomach, man, that's how I felt having, having that channel shut down. And, but that inspired me racism, something that I saw as racism, unfairness caused me to research the technology. And I was aided by my background and uh, background in communications and radio from the military. And, and I was one of those early people uh, on the internet in the 90s who, who read these 
how-to books on uh, creating websites and platforms. So, you know, I, w- I was, as a Black person, uh, one of the uh, people to have, I guess you would say, the resources to actually be be on the internet and purchase a personal uh, PC. So, um, but Rush Limbaugh and the hate that he was spewing and these other conservative radio hosts, I had to give them the credit of of actually um, providing the need or pointing out the need for Black Talk Radio Network. So Rush Limbaugh, one of the most hateful, spiteful, racist, misogynistic, homophobic, um, xenophobic, just a horrible human being, man. I'm not even going to get into his personal stuff, his unindicted crimes, but this man helped spread hate, war, destruction, racism, xenophobia to millions and millions and millions of people, man. He made the world, he used the power of media to make the world a dangerous place for so many people, and and especially those who are non-white, just just really disgusting uh, individual he was. So, yeah, just want to give him his due and his credit. And by the way, if you haven't checked it out, y'all should check out this article that's been published on News One. Let's pull it up. On News One, an article, Rush Limbaugh's Most Racist Quotes, a timeline of destructive commentary. Um, And this was written by the News One staff. Rush Limbaugh was a lightning rod for controversy and racism over his career that spanned nearly five decades. And it's just a long list of stuff, man. Just a long list of stuff. Barack the Magic Negro. Um, He would even showcase black people who, for just to keep words simplistic, were sellouts because they were doing it for money, willing to go on a white platform and tell white people that racism don't exist. Um, slavery was a long time ago. It's had no impact on, on black people today. They just lazy. They animalistic. They're, you know, all of that type of stuff. Oh, we don't need to put no money in the schools. We need to put money in prisons. Yeah, that kind of that kind of programming of millions of people that dictated that manifested itself in public policy. I, Malcolm X said, "Me is the most powerful entity in, on the face of the planet. It controls the minds of the masses, make the innocent look guilty and the guilty look innocent, and that's power." And Rush Limbaugh certainly harnessed that power. It's only one man I will put above him in using propaganda to spread racial hate. And that is Paul Joseph Goebbels. Paul Joseph Goebbels, the the Nazi propagandist who utilized film, television, and radio to spread so much hate in the world that it resulted in the Holocaust that killed 11 million uh, people based on their race, ethnicity, religious beliefs, political beliefs, and and even um, their LGBT status, and even if they have physical or mental disabilities, it's just some of the, the most barbaric civilizations on the face of the earth. I mean, that's like an oxymoron using the word civilization to, to describe the third right. But anyway, they got a long list of stuff. 
They got links. Here's just some of the headlines. Limbaugh says Steinbrenner was a quote unquote cracker who made African Americans millionaires. Limbaugh, Oprah and uh, Obama and Oprah are only successful because they're black. Limbaugh calls Governor Governor Patterson a massa. Limbaugh calls Obama uppity. Limbaugh calls Kennedy had Negroes serve him booze. Limbaugh, black frame of mind is terrible. Tigers, women not helping. Rush Limbaugh goes off on Mexicans. Have you ever noticed uh, some of his quotes? Have you ever noticed how all composite pictures of wanted criminals resemble Jesse Jackson? That's that's Rush Limbaugh, right? So you go into Darfur and you go into South Africa and you get rid of the white government there. Yeah, because he, he was in support of, of what? Apartheid, racist apartheid in South Africa, neo-colonialism. Right, so you go into Darfur and you go into South Africa and you get rid of the white government there. You put sanctions on them. You stand behind Nelson Mandela, who was bankrolled by communists for a time, had the support of certain communist leaders. You go to Ethiopia, you do the same thing. This is Rush Limbaugh. He's talking about communists. He's talking about Cuba. Cuba sent freedom fighters there. Um, Russia did try to assist African nations who were under the thumb of European nations who had had um, just brought um, all kind of inhumane practices and brutalization of Africans for hundreds of years. And Rush Limbaugh defended all of that. Um, Rush Limbaugh, the NAACP should have riot rehearsal. They should get a liquor store and practice robberies. They're 12% of the population. He's talking about African-Americans. Who the hell cares? Um, to uh, African-American female caller, he said, take that bone out of your nose and call me back. Seven, I think the media has been very desirous that a black quarterback do well. They're interested in black coaches and black quarterbacks doing well. I think there's a little hope invested in McDab. He got a lot of credit for a performance of his team that he really didn't deserve. Because he got uh, kicked off of uh, ESPN for his racist comments on there. Limbaugh's many attacks on Obama, and I mean, they just go on and on. And they link to their sources. Obama is the angry black guy. Uh, it was another quote in here where it was talking about Obama was for, uh, okay, uh, given that he died on the day of a, a hearing on reparations for slavery, Jim Crow racism and the continuing impact on the, the descendants of uh, people, African-Americans mistreated by the U.S. government and the states. Um, H.R. 40 hearing on slavery reparations is, is, you know, generally called. But that's today in Rush Limbaugh died on that day. But this is what he, some of the things he had to say about. I mean, let's face it, we didn't have slavery in this country for over 100 years because it was a bad thing. Quite the opposite. Slavery built the South. I'm not saying we should bring it back. I'm just saying it had its merits. For one thing, the streets were safer after dark. This is Rush Limbaugh. This is Rush Limbaugh that no doubt millions of people, prominent politicians, um, Republican officials will be giving this man kudos and praise. So y'all check that article out. I have posted it in the official social media website or platform for Black Talk Radio Network, uh, btrcommunity.com. 
which is a subscription-based site. And since I mentioned that, let me say this right quick um, to one of, um, I guess you would say, our social media followers who had, I've seen a lot of people saying they were in Facebook jail. So I just got out of a seven-day Facebook jail sentence myself for, quote, unquote, allegedly spreading hate against uh, Confederates. You know, those people Rush Limbaugh was just uh, praising for defending slavery and whatnot, saying slavery was a good thing. Um, and so I've seen over the past weeks and even before I got banned, a lot of black people for years have been saying that we've been unfairly uh, targeted on Facebook and put in Facebook jail disproportionately. And so in 2016, I heard it from enough people and listeners of Black Talk Radio Network that uh, we purchased some software to create our own uh, platform, uh, a safe digital space uh, for Black people, for all people, but primarily for Black people since they are being targeted. Same reason we had to create Black Talk Radio because of white talk radio and all their racist hate. So, uh, and the and, and suppressing of Black voices. So, I have seen a number of people make that post on social media. So I shared a link to BTR community. And one person asked, said, oh man, you got to pay to get in. Yes, you do. It's a $24 a year subscription. And it helps a nonprofit that has been engaged in uplifting black voices and building black media platforms since 2008. $24 a year, that breaks down to $2 a month, which breaks down to what? On average, 50 cents a week. Uh, Marcus Garvey did not give the Negro world away for free, although we do give the content uh, that is created on Black Talk Radio Network, it is not behind a paywall. So if we want to build things, we want to grow things, if we want to to properly combat uh, institutional racism and white supremacy, we have to invest in those organizations, those institutions that's helping us to do those things. So I just hope people don't find it $24 too much for you to be free of police spying on you, um, being uh, free to use whatever name you want to use, whatever picture you want to use, to be free of your employers monitoring your speech to find or for some of your former co-workers or co-workers to be uh, going through your Facebook profile and promoting stuff. And I mean, going back, telling stuff that you're racist and trying to get you fired and, and all of that kind of stuff. Facebook may be free to join, but it's costing. It's costing a lot of people a lot of something. And in BTR community thus far, it's ad free. There's no ads unless a member has a business and they want to promote their business, which they had a right to do that. But this is an ad free network. And so, you know, this is how we maintain our independence and us not having to jump through hoops to get money from the US government to support minority media. We can fund the media that we want to see. So I just wanted to give, I guess you would say that's a public service announcement or information about the mission of Black Talk Media Project and why we have a $24 a year subscription for btrcommunity.com. That said, y'all be safe out there. Peace and blessings to all and, and continue to support the production of independent Black media. Make a tax deductible donation today to the Black Talk Media Project. 